from an entrepreneurial experience, the recognition that as a startup, you have to get one thing right. And that thing has to be a big enough problem for enough people to create a business out of. This is Leaders Edge Magazine, and I'm technology editor Michael Fitzpatrick. Today, we're talking InsureTech with Jason Keck, CEO of Broker Buddha. Broker Buddha helps commercial insurance agents grow their business by simplifying applications and renewals. Jason, thanks for joining us. My pleasure, Michael. Happy to be here. Uh, looking forward to the conversation. So let's start with applications and renewals. Why are they such a hassle for agents? Well, uh, the, the process for an agent to get a business the coverage it needs is an administrative nightmare. So uh, for most established agencies out there, 90% of the revenue comes from renewals. And the process of getting renewal policies for a client is uh, frustrating. Here's why. Because uh, very often an agent will need to get a signed application from the client with updated information. That application is the exact same application that they used the last year, and 80% of the questions have the exact same answers. And so either the agent will need to pre-fill that application with all the same questions from last year, or they'll have to send it to the client and ask them to answer those questions again, even though they haven't changed, uh, and then update the, the things that have changed. Um, that usually goes in a PDF over email to a client who then has to either try to fill out the PDF on their computer or print it, fill it out manually, sign it, scan it, attach it, send it back. I mean, we're talking about like 1990s stuff here, right? And so just the administrative frustration around that is uh, painful for agents, it's painful for clients, it's, it's painful for everybody involved. So what's wrong with PDFs and email anyway? <laughs> it's, fu it's funny that you even asked that question. One of my team members um, just now in our office was, he looked at me and he's like, you know, a friend of mine needs a reference to, for, for buying, for buying a, a piece of property. And he's like, I have to print this out, sign it, scan it, and send it back. And in... 2018, the tools to do that aren't always readily available, right? Like printing and scanning is, you know, we're talking about technologies that people used 15 years ago. People are trying to get rid of paper, right? People are trying to, you know, scan things back in. It's kind of a waste of time. So what's wrong with PDFs and emails? What's wrong is that um, when you receive information from your agent in a PDF, uh, you know, if you're so let's say you're applying for three different types of policies, liability, property, and auto, um, you're likely to get three different PDFs, which you then have to individually download, individually open, and individually populate with answers to questions. Oftentimes, they are the same questions. And so you literally feel like you're at a doctor's office filling out these forms. Um, and it, it, you just, it feels like a waste of time. It creates a negative association between the uh, the insured and their agent and even their carrier because they're using these antiquated methods. Um, and then when they're done, they've got to reattach it to the email and send it back to the broker. There's no collaboration capability. If you get stuck on a question, there's no way to kind of get some feedback or input on it. 
Uh, a lot of these questions, frankly, read like contracts. They're, they're kind of threatening and daunting, and you're worried if you answer it the wrong way, you know, your premium's going to double or triple. And so just that whole process is, is, is antiquated, uh, even archaic, I would say it. And given that we do similar things uh, in other parts of our personal and professional lives using technology to make it better, you know, there's sort of this expectation that, hey, why, why, why doesn't it exist here? And so that's one of the reasons why we exist. That leads us to customer experience, and certainly customer experience <laughs> is much better in other areas. Why is this important for agents and brokers to be thinking about? Well, if you ask uh, 100 agents how they get their business, right, 99 of them will tell you that they get it from referrals, right? And, you know, for, for somebody to refer you to their agent, it's got to be because they trust him or her and that their experience with them has been uh, at a minimum satisfying, if not somewhat rewarding. So customer experience is everything in an industry where, you know, products are sold by people um, and that experience matters to the buyer. So um, customer experience is huge. Could you talk a little bit about why agents need to adopt change? I had been reading through your blogs and saw that, and I was intrigued. Yeah, I mean, so the reason is, the reason that we focus on this specifically is that agents have not needed to change for a long time, right? Their processes have, um, the processes have stayed the same, and there has not, they have not been challenged in the way they do business. And over the last five years, there's been a pretty extraordinary uptick in the amount of uh, alternatives to agents that a business can use, and particularly uh, online or digital brokers that have tools to create a pretty seamless customer experience. And so on the one hand, I genuinely believe that those tools are only going to really fit for you know small businesses. They're great for personal lines, and they're also good for small businesses. Um, uh, and so I think brokers don't need to be terribly afraid of them, but I think what's happening right now is they're getting exposed to this idea that technology can be either a threat or a, um, or a utility for them to take advantage of. And so, um, I mean, look, I think in general, the idea of, of reinventing yourself and your business and your offering um, when necessary is important. And right now at a time when InsureTech is really hot and other agencies are adopting technologies to create better customer experiences, uh, agents have to be open to change. Otherwise, they're, they're going to start losing business um, and, you know, they're going to end up selling for a 3x multiple instead of an uh, 8 or a 10x multiple, which is where they want to be. Talking about reinventing themselves, Looking out five or ten years from today, what's that reinvented, successful agency going to look like? Uh, so I think that they will be – I think probably the most important thing is that the agencies will become less clerical in their work and more advisory in their work, right? So, you know, for better or for worse, quite a lot of an agent's job today is coaching a client through uh, how to complete an application – and the type, you know, how to complete an application, the types of policies they need. Um, the, the, 
the part where they're literally just helping a client fill out an application is totally unnecessary, right? There are tools and technologies that uh, are scalable and can allow, uh, which agents can adopt, and it'll allow them to, to sort of offload that work to tools and technologies, which is how you become more efficient. You then re reinvest that time into relationships with your clients and advisory work with them, and you end up um, having a more, uh, well, you end up having a closer relationship with them, you end up having a uh, more trusted relationship with them, and you know, it gives you the opportunity to help them get exactly the coverage they need, whether that's more policies or, you know, lower premiums, um, you're helping them out there and you're not so focused on filling out the forms. So um, I would say a successful agency will inevitably have technology as part of their offering in some way, shape, or form. I think the good ones will use technology to interact with our clients on things that are more clerical. Um, and they may even use technology to help them figure out what their clients need. As technology plays a greater role, do we reach the point where the technology takes over? You know, can artificial intelligence and machine learning replace the agents and brokers? Uh, in some situations, yes, but certainly not in all situations. So, um, you know, when it comes to what I call micro-commercial, which is uh, so, I mean, let's talk about specifically the commercial space because there's personal lines where I think uh, technology and artificial intelligence are already replacing agents. And if you talk to any agency out there, they're all focused on moving the business from personal lines to commercial. Uh, health and benefits, candidly, not, not my bailiwick, uh, not something I'm terribly familiar with, but the commercial P&C space uh, I'm very familiar with. And I do think that artificial intelligence and machine learning can be very helpful for underwriting um, policies at the um, small, simple risk level. Um, and I think over time, what's defined as small will grow. Uh, how far that mm -hmm. will grow, I'm not sure. But what I, you know, what I can tell you is that anybody who is spending uh, today $5,000 or more on an insurance policy is going to want to have a conversation with somebody about what they should do. Right, so maybe the AI there can help uh, make recommendations and tips, but the the anecdotal experience that an agent gives you to say, hey, here's what I think and why, is critical in a in a business decision maker making a choice about what limits to get, what coverages to get, um, and you know the, the the buyers don't have time over the you know over the course of their year to figure this out on their own, right? They'd rather just hire somebody, i.e. a broker or an agent, to say, look, you know, here are a couple options, here's what we recommend, and here's why, right? I'd rather do that than mm -hmm. spend the time trying to figure it out myself, so, um, or even trusting a computer. <laughs> At the beginning of the insure tech uh, sort of revolution, there's a lot of talk about disruption, but partnerships seem to be taking a bigger focus now. Do insure tech startups and the established players really need to work together? Uh, so insure tech is a very broad term, right? Somebody asked me the other day, insure, I mean, the insurance, commercial insurance, sorry, the insurance industry is over a trillion dollars. So to generalize the answer to this question, I think is unfair. Um, do insure techs and established players need each other? Uh, no question, right? I think there are insure techs who will 
challenge the established players, no doubt they already are, they already have, and there will be successes, right? You know, Lemonade's done well, Next Insurance has done well, um, but they're certainly not dominating the industry, right? All they're doing mm-hmm. is showing examples of how you can use technology to create a great business. And that's great. And those are great businesses, but they're not, you know, they're not coming in here and, you know, unseating the top carriers in the country uh, in a you know, very short amount of time. They will grow to challenge them over time. And that's, that's a good business, but this is a massive industry. And so I think mm-hmm. where established players do need insure techs is in order to compete with those guys. Right. And in order to increase their margins and become more efficient. And there are tools like ours, which are specifically designed to simplify operations for agencies, wholesalers, carriers, MGAs across the industry. Um, and, and in that sense, I think they do need each other. So Broker Buddha has announced deals recently with, with wholesalers and leading brokers. Can you talk about your overall strategy and how those deals fit in? Yeah, so look, our, our, our goal is to be an operating system for the entire commercial insurance industry, right? So we're talking about uh, being an interface for the insured to access their policy information and apply for policies. We're talking about having a, an interface for retail brokers to be able to um, engage with their clients, collaborate on applications, um, you know, review policy information and then also an interface for those brokers to interact with their market partners, so wholesalers, carriers, and MGAs. And so mm-hmm. we, you know, we came out of the gate very specifically with a customer engagement platform, right? So a customer portal for brokers to simplify applications. And over time, you know, we kept hearing from our clients that, you know, there's a whole second part of our operation, which is around the quoting process, and, and we need some help there. We also heard at the same time that, there were quite a lot of carriers and wholesalers who were still getting submissions through email and they're still tracking opportunities on spreadsheets. And so, you know, we just recognized an opportunity to stitch together a solution that was great for the markets uh, to help them get completed submissions faster and to help them manage and prioritize their submissions with a solution for our brokers, which is already in place um, and that solution connects with the insured uh, and thereby stitching the whole thing together. So um, at the end of the day, the end goal is to uh, connect everybody on the same platform at the same time, reducing the amount of time it takes a business to get the coverage it needs. And one of the, um, I would say, key focuses of our approach is to have a very design-led uh, customer experience. And by customer here, I mean mm-hmm. both insured, broker, and carrier. So having spent 10 years in the consumer internet space, um, I recognize how important design was when it comes to uh, building a brand and creating engagements with your users. Like when you build a mobile app, you can't train people how to use it. You don't have that freedom. It's got to work intuitively out of the gates. It's got to look great. It's got to be addictive. Um, and those are a lot of the lessons I learned from time at Shazam and Tumblr and building my own businesses. And so um, we're using design as uh, as a weapon to enter the space and uh, compete with, you know, candidly, what are some pretty poor-looking technology products in the insurance space. So, um, so that's where we're headed. That's what we're doing. Uh, we're we're, um, we're having a lot of success, and, and things are going well. One of the things I've noted is you've been accepted into the plug-and-play accelerator program. What does that mean for the company? 
Yeah, that was, uh, that was a great outcome for us, uh, specifically because the timing aligned really well with the launch of this new uh, market submission platform. And very specifically, the plug and play program uh, is designed, their InsureTech program is designed to bring together uh, insurance companies, primarily insurance carriers, the majority of their partners on the InsureTech side are carriers, not brokers. Um, and it's designed to help those carriers find solutions through startups to you know, business problems that they have. And so the timing of the launch of this new platform with the acceptance of the program was perfect for us because you know, it creates introductions for us to those carriers with us as a, a vetted uh, company with a, with a quality solution that can help those carriers with specific problems. And so we presented at the Winter Expo a couple of weeks ago um, and you know, flagged up the fact that we have put already 150 insurance products online across 50 carriers and that the time it takes us to launch a single line of business online for a carrier is you know, one day to build the application and less than a month to connect with their systems. So, um, you know, for us, we can, we can help any single carrier put an insurance product online in less than a month. So if you combine that with the fact that we now have access to these 70 plus carriers in the plug and play program, it's been a huge um, partnership and distribution angle for us. What else is ahead for Broker Buddha in uh, 2019? Uh, yeah, so the, the, the big focus for 2019 is gonna be the new submission and carrier portal uh, and creating that connectivity into the brokers. Um, you can think of this as, there's probably three parts of our business. Number one is our, our broker business and the platform that we've been successfully licensing for over a year now. Um, that we're gonna continue to build on top of and, and complement with our carrier platform. Uh, I would say the carrier platform is certainly the new, new thing. Um, and then last but not least is we're gonna put a lot of energy into uh, the integration capabilities that we have, specifically with management systems and uh, carrier policy management, agency management systems on the broker side and car carrier policy management systems on the carrier side. Because it's one thing to be able to streamline the communications back and forth between a business, a broker, and a carrier, but the last mile of getting that data out of our systems into uh, a broker or carrier systems is, uh, can be challenging and, and requires um, you know, a dedicated team to do the integration work. So, uh, so three things, broker platform, carrier platform, and integration solutions. So you mentioned uh, what you had learned working with Shazam. This question is slightly off topic, but do you ever lose at the name of the tune game? <laughs> uh, do, do, I, do I ever what? Do I ever? Uh, lose at the, the name of the tune game. Lose? I lose all the time. Uh, I'm really, I love music, but my ability to recall it is, is not that great, which is actually why Shazam is such a great business, right? I mean, they, they you know, built an entire business around uh, the ability to name that tune. So. Thankfully, I don't need to name a tune anymore. I just pull out my phone and, uh, and get the name of the song. So, um, but that was, you know, from a, from a professional experience perspective, um, it was incredibly powerful, I think for two reasons. Number one is that when I first joined Shazam, I was focused on strategic partnerships. And so I built out a model there to do partnerships with uh, you know, large, uh, cell phone companies, so handset manufacturers and wireless operators, uh, and was able to make that successful and, and help drive the growth of that business. So that experience and learnings 
have been instrumental um, in dealing with large carriers. So you know, large companies, different industries, but have a lot of the same similarities in terms of the way they operate and the way you need to uh, do business development and sales. So uh, from a professional perspective, uh, that experience uh, has been the cornerstone of the partnership work um, that I've been doing here at Broker Buddha. And then from an entrepreneurial experience, experience I think the biggest lesson is uh, the recognition that as a startup, you have to get one thing right. And that thing has to be a big enough problem for enough people to create a business out of. And so, you know, how you define that thing is can evolve over time. So we very, you know, very early on, we focused on simplifying the application process for brokers. Right? That was it. That was the only thing we wanted to do. Um, but that story started to grow a little bit. And so, you know, our focus in general now is to take a look at the commercial insurance industry, which is complicated across the board, and just simplify it for brokers, for carriers, for insureds, um, and that's what we're doing, and, and the response has been great. Is there anything else you wanted to mention? <laughs> um, what else do I want to mention? Um, you know, I, I don't have anything specific that I think I want to share today. I'm excited about how we're doing as a business. I think this is, uh, we're in a, a unique space where if you think about the, the, if you think about the people who understand commercial insurance enough to appreciate the problems uh, and their demographics, i.e. over 40 and, you know, unlikely to start their own companies. And then the demographics of people who are technology savvy enough to, to start companies, i.e., you know, under 40 and, and sort of high risk profile, uh, the two don't overlap very much. So I think what I'm most excited about uh, for Broker Buddha next year is that there's this huge white space of opportunity where few people appreciate the problem enough to be able to tackle it. Um, and, you know, that creates, creates a lot of room for us to grow into uh, a bigger business and, and solve, solve real problems. My, my, you know, my nature as an engineer, my background as an engineer has, you know, puts me in a place where I see things that are broken or inefficient and my natural desire is just to go and fix them. And so this is like a massive playground for me to say like, wow, there's a lot of stuff broken here. And, you know, I'm going to fix one thing at a time, but, you know, if you take that approach and are successful with it, I think we're going to help a lot of people and, um, you know, we're going to end up in a great place. So. Thanks very much, Jason Keck, CEO of Broker Buddha, for joining our InsureTech podcast. For Leaders Edge Magazine, I'm Michael Fitzpatrick.